Yeah, Daniel had to take me to dinner because I was being a fucking bitch. <laughs> Here we go. You're welcome, Trailer Park Podcast. Nathan, worried or excited? I'm excited. Daniel, it's a horror movie. Worried or excited? God damn it, I will kill myself. Worried. Are you worried or excited? An invitation for rigid and spastic penetration. You seem satisfied. Affirmative. The trailer made me emotional. Real lumpy flesh dragger. Raising awareness about masturbation addiction. Don't get it on my territory. I can't stand seeing someone do it worse. Oh my god, here it comes. Here it comes. It's so wet. Oh my god, it's coming! Hello! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Hi there! And welcome once again to Trailer Park Podcast. Daniel, say hello to the cool billion and introduce everyone uh, for me. Thank you. Cool billion? <laughs> wow, we are ready to get go intergalactic, I think, after this. Uh, hello everyone, welcome to Trailer Park Podcast. What's the episode number? Uh, let's see, 204. It's 115. Oh, that's a lot of missed episodes. And Where we, have you been, Nathan? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we we've been doing this show secretly daily. What? <laughs> what? What? Huh? No, that's Nathan. not true. Who else is with us? Uh, well, we have Chelsea with us tonight. Hello. <laughs> Hello. 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 Uh, of course, uh, the lovely Amanda. Hello. And uh, that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. You know mm. what? What? What am I saying? What way? Yeah, he's he's here too. Whiskey. Yeah, that's great. Um, here's here's the deal. Okay, I'm gonna throw this down <clears throat> for everybody. The energy of 115. Anybody know anything about it? No, of course you don't. I'm gonna tell you. It's energy is comfortable being alone, and it's also comfortable interacting with others. Oh, great. So that makes no sense. It's everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's both independent and a mingler. That's mm. right. The energy is attracted to scientific puzzles and to spiritual mysteries. It's also very good at solving them. It's hungry and thirsty. That's right. Mm-hmm. And and that's all I've got for you on the energy of 115. But it feels like a very complex energy that balances both sides. Wouldn't everyone agree here? Someone's confused. That's I for sure. I love solitary minglers. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> want to be alone right now. But I'm comfortable also here yeah it's like a laxative and a softener it's like the pedophile of numbers okay but it also Uh, fucks adults right great (laughs) uh does anybody want to talk about pokemon detective pikachu nope didn't see it what did not see it no we did see a shirt though at a mexican restaurant oh my god i want it so bad um so there is a restaurant called chewy's do y'all have no no Mm -mm. No, um but but did y'all ever go to chewy's when you visited austin I don't think so. Anyway. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Chewies? Yeah, C-H-U-Y apostrophe S. Chewies. Yeah, it's so a Mexican it's restaurant like called Chewies. Pretty big down here. Chewbacca yeah. eating a taco. Is that where you took me to get cheese fries? I don't remember, but they're one of those like kitschy places. They have a lot of like tin mechanics signs all over the walls and hubcaps stuck to the ceiling and they sell a bunch of shirts and bullshit. Weird art, yeah. And then they have like, they make like tons of t-shirts, you know, that reference like things in current pop culture. And one of the t-shirts when we went this weekend was Detective pikachu Yeah. Mm. And it had a little <laughs> like, like pikachu Pikachu fish <laughs> yeah, and a sombrero, and he was sleeping and being lazy. Oh, that's cute. I wanted it real bad. <clears throat> anyway, we didn't see the movie now. I can confirm that it is a children's movie. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I'll say about that. It's it's for, that. 
it's for children. So let's let's leave it at that, and we'll move on to uh, John Wick uh, colon chapter three uh, Parabellum. I don't think you have the correct punctuation there. Yeah, John Wick superscript chapter three colon Parabellum. <laughs> uh, what about the dash? You didn't get it right either. If you're no gonna... dash in there. Okay. The chapter three is under the main title. All right. Well, oh, uh, we have something here. Uh, uh, Sad Sack's got a little. A little something for us here on John Wick. John Wick 4, release date, May 21, 2020. John Wick 4, endgame. <laughs> no, that's that's not what they've brought here, uh, mm-hmm. but that is something that's happening. Thank you, Amanda. Um, what we've got here is a little, uh, a little uh, quiz for Daniel on John Wick to see how good of a fan he really is. Um, how late? Am I ready? Yeah, I'm thinking I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so in terms of body count, I want you to take the number and match it with the correct uh, John Wick installment. Oh, excellent. Uh, now, keep in mind, these body count numbers are only people that John Wick himself has killed. Okay. Uh, so 94, 84, uh, okay. and 128. Okay. Oh, I, I You assigned that. those numbers to the installment. Yeah, I thought I was like, you know, like cross-matching, you know, like on a test or something. I didn't realize I had to come up with it myself. Uh, John Wick movies? 1, John Wick 2, and John Wick 3, <laughs> no, it is 94, 84, 128. Oh, I thought you were like, with what weapon in John Wick 3 <laughs> did he have the body count associated with that weapon? So this is which movie has the kill count? Well, the largest is definitely Wick 3. It does, does, does it just steadily increasing? Okay. <clears throat> I don't know. 80, the 1 and 2 could 1 could and 2 seem interchangeable. Nine, yeah. Yeah. He has a bigger gun in 2, but I feel like there's almost less... There's less uh, like large scale action scenes in two, but it's tough because the end there gets a little wishy washy for me because I hate that woman so much. Um, (laughs) it comes down to a woman that you hate. (laughs) You're talking about you're talking about Batwoman. Yeah, well, she shows up and everything because she's got that stupid. I think I'm a badass face that people that aren't badass make all the time. Mm. Puckered Um, lips. You're talking about Blue Steel. Oh, is she blue? What? He's talking about Ruby Rose in the second movie. Yeah, yeah, I know Ruby Rose. You're talking about the puckered lip face that uh, Zoolander does. The duck face. <laughs> you put the duck face on Ruby Rose, and that's what bothers you. Yeah, and it is like a one one rare scenario in a Wick film where another film actually does it better with the stabby legs. Oh yeah, Kingsman. Uh, Kingsman. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the first two. I guess let's do them increasing. Let's say let's go by sequel rules increasing. Lowest is one, second is two, third is three. Hmm. Uh, the lowest is number one. Eighty-four belongs to John Wick one. One hundred twenty-eight belongs to Chapter two. I fucking knew it. And ninety-four belongs to Chapter three. But what's ninety-four? What ninety-four kills total? Yeah. Yeah. That he he killed. You can't count Halle Berry's kills. Only John Wick's kills. God, that scene was so fun. It's not total body count it's john wick total body count uh, okay now here's something interesting um did you know so so total over the course of three movies john wick himself personally has killed 306 people <laughs> he's a jazz maniac jason yeah. Voorhees and michael myers have killed a combined 297 people across 20 plus movies <laughs> and we debunked this nathan you were there in jason x he careens their spaceship through a lunar base mm. and kills a quarter million people. Oh, okay. Well, uh, he's still, you know, he's still got Freddy and Michael Myers. But how many people beat. has the family of Fast and Furious killed? That's the real question. <laughs> oh, for real. <laughs> Fuck's 
sakes. <laughs> Pretty sure the rock has like a dozen himself. <laughs> Snapping necks. Um, Mostly civilians. Yeah. <laughs> directing missiles. Yeah, I don't. I as as a summary, I mean, uh, intern here hasn't watched um, John Wick three. I don't think that means we can't spoil it. I just think that if as as gentlemen and ladies, we should maybe just uh, agree that it isn't really like a, a mind blowing experience, but it is uh, a very decent you know what action installment. Definitely. Yeah, what kind of wick you have up your butt? <laughs> but you can't you can't like diminish my excitement. I'll watch these movies into perpetu- into perpetuity. So and everyone in our theater was having the time of their fucking life. So oh, I forgot. Okay, I want to say first that I agree with you guys. I had a ton of fun at John Wick, and I've been holding it back because Nathan was so fuddy duddy about it. He's <laughs> like, so his, whiny, his like really tight, and as he's pinching his chin, like that's okay, yeah, it's okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, does that make sense logically? Yeah. Yeah, kind of looked like a video game there, middle of that fight. Yeah, I wish the I wish the awesome fucking fight at the end in the glass house was shorter. I was like, who, who? Wishes that yeah. Daniel, prob- Daniel probably thinks a good thing that Mark Dacascus is the one that's so amazing in this. But Mark Dacascus, really? <laughs> Iron Chef. Have you ever seen? Uh, yeah, the, the, he was wasted. He was wasted in the '90s. It's sad. If you can, if you can go find a movie from the '90s called Drive, you'll understand why they chose him for that role. Wasn't he in the the Miami movie, the Friends Forever thing? No, but it seems <laughs> like he should have been. He should be. Yeah. Friends forever, and like his obsession with John Wick is—he's like a fanboy. Yeah, it's just—I uh, uh, don't know. It's cute, <laughs> and that fight before he fights that guy with the two underlings—it's yeah. nice. It's cute. Yeah. Uh, it, it if cute. if he had killed them, then it would have been stupid. Right, that's what he said. Because they they had him dead to rights, so it was like an honor fight, which is fine. I I, mean, I was acceptable after it was over. It was uh, he. He told his underlings that he gets to kill John Wick, so they can like don't put no. They can exhaust him, but they can't kill him. I, I'll say this though: I think this might be the source of maybe some of some of the sandpaper uh, under Nathan's nuts. Is that <laughs> it, it is it is two hours, it is a little over two hours, and because the choreography for the fighting and everything is so dense, it's like it's like coming, and then the person just keeps jerking you off and doesn't stop. Until so I, I get it again. towards the end. When, when they like go from having all that action and then they were also going to have the like, well, uh, the, you know, the hotel's been deconsecrated or whatever. And here comes a war. I was like, oh, so this is part four. And they start going into it. And I'm like, oh, no, we're going. OK. Oh, OK, here we go. <laughs> well, I just felt some of the um, choreography was a bit redundant and, and there's a little bit too much. They could have shaved easily 10 minutes off that movie. By just cutting out some of the weaker choreography that wasn't necessary, to be honest. I'm never walking into a library ever again. I can't. I'm really upset. Yeah, there's there's no weak choreography. But yeah, you know, if you have a great birthday cake and you shove another birthday cake on top of it, is it too much? No, you have <laughs> no. to think about it in, in relativity, relative to itself. Like when you look at one fight he has, there's a weak part of the fight and a strong part of the fight. You have to at least be ready to criticize a little bit. You can't just give no. things an open pass all the time. I'm not going to criticize something I love so deeply. And I'm so excited that they've already decided they're going to make a fourth one because that means I get to think about John Wick for another two years straight every day. All right, well, let's think about something else. What else have we got? Yeah, I no, no. I want to no. say that when we were in fucking America, when we went to Detective Pikachu, they clapped at the end of it. <laughs> and that's all I want to say. That happened? I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I, I actually have some perspective on this. Oh. Like a podcast I listen to, they go through like franchises or retrospectives, they call them, where they go through one after another after another of a certain type of film. And they did a Pokemon re- retrospective. And so they chose six films leading up to the capstone film, which would be the Detective Pikachu. I think the reason they clapped is because the rest of the Pikachu or Pokemon movies are unfucking watchable. I was so if curious. You're in, if you're into Pokemon and you watch the movies and then they give you Detective Pikachu, I'd probably clap too. I, I left that movie theater and I really wanted to rewatch the Pokemon movie. On a side note, I watched uh, the movie Volcano at a cheap theater. Oh, yeah. And that also got a standing ovation. I at see. The it end. deserves it. In Enderby? No, in Calgary. No. Right over here. We don't stand for shit. People stood and clapped. Unless it's... For oil volcano. Prices. No, they don't stand. They like cross their arms real tight and they're like, they yep. could have shaved some of that off. <laughs> okay, Texas. Dante's Peak or Volcano? Oh, God. Uh, think about the scene with the grandma. The yeah, grandma's a great scene, I know. But then think about the dude taking the lady off the subway, walking through lava. Um, oh, that is a great scene. Oh, I forgot about that one. I, in this case, like, see now, the, the other one you're going to throw up is, of course, Deep Impact Armageddon. And I'm a deep impact boy. Armageddon all the way. But I think I'm a volcano guy. Uh, Tommy Lee, man. This is a very fascinating conversation. Um, Armageddon as well. Kind of leads us towards Roland Emmerich. Have you heard about Roland Emmerich's new movie? Dante's Um, Volcano? Is it 2030 colon climate crisis? No, it's called Moonfall. It's the moon could fall on the earth? It's about the moon (laughs) dropping out of orbit and crashing into the earth. (sighs) Moonfall. They, he should hold off and save that for like John Wick 5. There isn't going to be a John Wick 5. John Wick it 4 is, is going to happen. Oh, Everybody's going to realize it's just, mm. a, it's just a watching like a live action video game. They're going to all quit on John's it. going to space. Shut your yeah, mouth. John Wick in space. Yep. And then 20 years from now, like part six, it'll just be called Wick. And he'll be like super old and he'll look decrepit. But then he can then he surprises everybody. He can still kick ass. It'll be like Logan. Yeah. He'll, he'll be training people uh, like Rocky is what you're saying. Yeah. It's going to turn into the Creed franchise. Yeah, every time his like his his yeah, protege does well, like, he's like, yeah. He'll go back to Angelica Houston's place and be like their master. Yeah, mm. yeah. Why must I turn your mic up louder than everyone else's? <laughs> because <laughs> why can't you just you'd like perform? You like this is the a work, okay? Well, and honestly, we've you been doing this it. for like a long time. Oh. two hundred and five episodes. Two hundred and five episodes. <laughs> he's wanna... like, oh, you don't face the mic and then turn completely to the left to start it's talking be- it's, it's because it's been five years no it's because when <laughs> other people are in the room he spends a lot of time alone so when other people are in the room he turns to look at them while he's talking that's always a, that's a good point and, and andrew turns, is in calgary he then you know turns his mouth away from the microphone like this so that he can't you can't really hear him anymore hey and nathan he turns it back oh there he is that's how a microphone works your levels you're a goddamn there musician Learn how this shit works. Not with my mouth. We're telling singing to the audience. Look, look, there's something in this uh, piece of paper that uh, just came <laughs> across the board from Sad Sack Studios. Oh, we're really hurting. What happened to those tubes? Now someone just runs in the room and throws a piece of garbage. They cut you? the budget. They cut the budget. All right, what do we got here? We got Robert Pattinson is going to be the next Batman. What do you got to say for that? Finally. I I've been waiting for this for a really long time. Oh, Ever since Rover. You Shut know? up. I, s- me. I saw Rover and I thought, you know what? This guy can play Batman. Aren't we at a point now where everyone played Batman and like the outrage can stop? It's like, who's had him? Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Ben Affleck. 
Yeah, I mean, is Pattinson so bad? Here? Yeah. I think Pattinson could be a good choice. I don't think it's anything bad at all. Are, is the internet raging? No, I think I, every everybody's kind of uh, buzzing about it. Actually, uh, they're they're on board. Anyone that's strange. watched movies is happy about it, and mm-hmm. everyone that thinks Batman should be a specific person is upset about it. There you go. Um, Daniel, first thoughts: Ex- Escape Plan: Colon the Extractors. Oh, oh, this is a third escape plan. (laughs) Three? I thought they were on five. Also, there's only three, and the last one was surreal. Um, I thought you liked the first one, kind of. I kind of like the first one because it's it's always cool to be like, oh, how are they going to get out of this? You know, it's not so much a movie as it is like a documentary almost on prisons. But the second one is made by some Asian film company, and it is wackadoo. And and Stallone's in it for like three minutes. The H brothers. Is anyone in this? Did they anyone carry over? Uh, the let me let me bring up the article. Beep boop boop beep beep boop beep. Oh, I don't have a link to the article. Uh, Stallone and uh, Dave Batista were in the picture. I remember that. Well, at least oh, there's fifty yeah. percent. Batista wasn't cast. even in the second one. He was ninety nine percent of it took place in a prison, and then there's like some dude that owns a London bar that talks on the phone to Stallone. And- the White House reception committee greeted the prime rib roast minister, and I do the cha cha like a sissy girl footage of uh, Schwarzenegger in it for 90 seconds and be like, there you go. We attach someone to it. The rest of it is totally Asian. <laughs> and at first I thought you said escape room, colon, uh, mechanical death. I don't, I don't know what the colon part was. I was like, oh, a sequel to that horror movie? I didn't even seen the original escape, escape room yet. Escape plan, the extractors. Uh, IMDb has first build Stallone, Bautista, 50 Cent. We've also got uh, Devin Sawa. I thought he was dead. This looks <gasps> serious. Devin Sawa. Well, now I have to watch it. Did he get all fat and look like a lesbian, like uh, Furlong? Edward Furlong looks like a lesbian. Yeah, he's fat and he's crazy. He's like a full-on, like legit stalker. Like he's been in trouble with the law. Yeah, Nathan, you you, you, you might be into this because you actually you actually put you you said oh no you too uh, intern. Remember um Night of the Demons? It's got your favorite dance scene in it. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. Um. <clears throat> In the in the remake that they made in two thousand and nine, that has the chick from American Beauty, Edward Furlong is in it, and he's big. <laughs> he's also the best part of the movie, which is weird, but he's in it and he's big. I'm interested. This dog. Jesus, Theo. <clears throat> Holy shit! So the extractors. I'm guessing that they're going to have to come in from the outside, as opposed to get themselves caught and go out from the inside. I will mention as well that every person that you just listed uh, plays a team that gets an Asian main character to the prison, and then the rest of it is an Asian movie. Okay, we're looking at an image of Edward Furlong in 2019. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> is it worse? I was thinking 09, so it's been 10 years since then. Looks like I'm looking in the mirror. Uh, yeah, he actually, he does look a little bit like the intern. Shut your mouth. He started it. <laughs> I think uh, I think Edward Furlong could benefit from some facial hair, actually. <laughs> could be a good move for this him. is the guy from detroit rock city right this is yes. the same guy, the guy oh, from the terminator too furlong furlong's in detroit rock city i think right yeah, he no is. no he is no. yes he is he is no. that was when he was still cute yeah that's why you don't think he's in it no i remember what furlong looked like <laughs> come on man you just can't be killing people man all right enough enough yeah he's in it yeah confirmed mm-hmm. enough I don't remember him in it at all. He's the main He's guy. The main person. All right. How about? Uh, remember Dum Dum? Which one's Dum Dum? The guy that wins the contest on the phone, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. There's a new stage play coming out 
uh, called FBI Lovebirds colon Undercovers. Hmm. Uh, it's going to be about Peter. What, what is his name? Peter Struck. Oh wow! And Lisa, <laughs> oh, it's going to be about those two and Lisa Peter Page. Struck, uh, Lisa oh, wow. Page. Uh, it's going to be. Um, let me mm. see here. Christy Swanson, original Buffy. It's going to be Lisa Page and Dean Cain. Oh yeah. Going to be your Peter Struck. Struck. Oh, it's a conservative film because the two of those are ostracized from Hollywood. So weird. Uh, it will get a staged reading in Washington D.C. next oh, month. That will be filmed and put on YouTube. Bizarre, <laughs> bizarre. I do miss Christy Swanson though. Best Buffy. Hashtag. Oh yeah, absolutely. The best only, the, the only Buffy. Best the eighties Buffy. The other Buffy's a piece of shit. Best Superman. Whoa. Also, she I don't know Buffy which. With that dude that died, that was a rapist alcoholic on <laughs> that California soap opera. Nine hundred two one zero. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Uh, John Wick video game. John Wick Hex coming out. Sure. Why not? It's made for it. The movie is kind of like a video game. Yep, that's my my whole point. And with that, nope. We good- I wanted to talk about absolute power. Oh, sure, go ahead. Nathan put a bunch of random shit on the totally legal USB PVR. Stick. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he put on this movie, the Clint Eastwood movie called Absolute Power. I don't know if you remember. It's from the nineties, and I remember is- the cover. This is like his face in like in like shadow. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's a, true for every Clint Eastwood movie. Uh, fair enough. But it's awesome. I just wanted to say that they don't make movies like that anymore, and it was very satisfying to watch this like suspense thriller with Clint Eastwood as the heroine. Hero. Heroine. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. He's, uh, yeah, plays trans. Gender's uh, fluid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you watch something too, honey? What? That's how I identify. Um, yeah, I thought it was uh, Endgame. Was that last episode? We talked about yeah, that last we episode. Did that. Um, no, we watched something at home. Didn't we rent something? Oh, we already kind of talked about it in the chat. Overlord. Oh, Overlord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was good. It's old? Were, better than expected, yeah. Huh. I don't that read was, the chat, so sometimes I get out of the loop. Yeah, it's a kind of... It's very, it's very crazy. Oh, and that, that's what it was, yeah. The movie itself... You know, it, it, it finishes out as sort of like above average, uh, definitely better than you think it's going to be. But that first 15, 20 minutes where they blow all of their budget and all of their ability is a fucking amazing. Probably one of the best plane crash scenes I've ever seen in my life. Really good. That's awesome. Did it did it blow your fucking mind? <laughs> uh, no, it's it, nothing's going to hit me like John Wick. <laughs> you know, after watching John Wick, I came home, started watching Devil's Advocate. Everything is black and white after I saw that. No, to show you how crazy Amanda is about it, the second we walked in the door from John Wick 3, she puts John Wick 1 on, and I was like, I can't. My dick is raw. <laughs> there was nothing else on TV. When you watch some Keanu Reeves, you do feel like watching some more Keanu Reeves. That's true. I'm ready for Bill and Ted. I'm not ready for Bill and Ted 3. I think that's a, 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 a terrible error. It's going to be awesome. I rewatched the first one recently. Totally holds up. Well, and you're wrong again, and I'm right once again. <laughs> it just keeps rolling along. It's like a, it's like a never-ending circle. Right in, everyone. Right in. Those of you that love and don't love Bill and Ted, right in. <laughs> Is everyone ready for the lineup tonight? Yes. All right. Uh, that, well, I just want to let you know there's been some talk about the lineup at the water cooler. Yeah, I'm looking for at the first the, time. It's total garbage. I'm apologize. At the stills <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, that's trash. When Sad Sack Studios first brought. Uh, tonight's lineup down 
and, and showed me the preliminaries of what we would be doing tonight, my heart skipped a beat a little bit. This could be the greatest, most exceptional lineup that we've ever had ever on Trailer Park Podcast. Is there a word better than best? I get it. I know what, you're, I know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> tonight, Daniel, there are lineups that have been boasted about in the past. But I don't think that those things were said with the right amount of vulnerability. And tonight, I think that this lineup is stronger. Jesus. We have before us what could be the greatest lineup that we have ever experienced. You know, I knew that. I knew when I woke up this morning, I knew that this was going to be the best lineup that we've ever had. (laughs) I'm just reading a press release here from Sad Sack Studios right now. It says here that this is... The greatest lineup that we have ever had. Before. Okay, now we don't say this very often. Entre- <laughs> <laughs> the, the greatest lineup you will ever witness as a member of this podcast. In the lineup to which all of you shall be bequeathed. And I'm not fucking around this time. This time it is serious. Tonight could be the greatest lineup, pound for pound, best lineup we've ever experienced before on Trailer Park Podcast. Wow! Wow. I like a good pound. <clears throat> Headliner tonight, Daniel. <clears throat> uh, wait, hold on, Nathan. I, I knew it. When you, when you and I were uh, face chatting earlier, <laughs> and, uh, you were reading the lineup and sitting in your chair, chewing the end of your glasses. Mm. Uh, I can see in your face. Something changed in you. <laughs> what changed? It looked like you had just borne witness. Like I was ready to be... lineup you had ever seen. Both independent and ready to mingle? <laughs> Ready to mingle. That I was attracted to scientific puzzles and spiritual mysteries. Mm-hmm. In a surreal and miasmic state of diarrhea and constipation. And uh, normally, you might find a Spider-Man movie in the five hole, but you know what uh, putting Jake Gyllenhaal in your movie does for you? Gives Gets you it the, right in the totter. Gives you the Gyllen bump. That's what it does. Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man, far from home. Here we go. Uh, uh, <laughs> These, no. No banana. Great. <laughs> Two weeks in Europe. It's gonna be great. I'm just gonna enjoy my trip, hang out with MJ. Be like really pretty. And therefore I have value? No, 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 that's not what I meant. I'm messing with you. <laughs> I think she really likes me. That's really nice. Really reminds me of what? So nice to finally meet you, Spider-Man. You're Nick Fury. Put some clothes on. Let's go for a ride. Nick Fury just hijacked our summer vacation. Awesome! We got gifts, Parker, but we have a job to do. Are you going to step up or not? We're all alone. Friends are in trouble. What are you gonna do? 
about it. You don't want any part of this. He's like Iron Man and Thor rolled into one. He's no Spider-Man. What is it with you and Spider-Man? But he looks out for the neighborhood, has a dope suit, and I really respect him. Sub loser. As the resident fan of Spider-Man, I think it's only fair that uh, Chelsea, worried or excited. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> I'm fucking thrilled. Well, I'm I sure Nathan is still recovering. <laughs> I meant about Spider-Man, but also I'm offended a little bit that he didn't maintain the five-hole position because he had convinced me for so long that that's where Spider-Man belonged, and now he's putting it in the forefront. Mm, sounds abusive. I think I'm confused and lost, but I have a very creepy and majorly inappropriate crush on Tom Holland. How old is he? I don't know. He's old enough. Between 16 and... 31. I think that's the range. He's legal in Canada. That is the range. In some provinces. He's legal in 50% of Canada. Saskatchewan, Manitoba. I'll say that in the past, I've harped on storyline, and I've gone back and forth about how Spider-Man should be, and who he is, and how they're doing it wrong, but Disney has officially manipulated me, and because they've created this whole universe, I'm not as hung up on how close they are to the source material or oh Nathan uh, I'm, I'm this just in uh, he's 23 <laughs> <laughs> he is an actor though so in two years he'll be 37 could be or they'll undisclose his age because that's offensive in some way he's British though he's got an accent yeah it's fucking adorable he's adorable the writing is adorable I think he's going to headline the next Avengers movie I'm convinced and I'm extremely excited. I know Mysterio, there's a little bit of debate about who he is and what the twist is going to be in this movie. Um, I don't think it matters. I think... It's all about the multiverse. Yeah, I think Disney has created its own series. It's like if the comic books went off on a different tangent, and I'm just enjoying it all, so I'm excited. Who? who what is this? What's the elemental monster? I was like, oh, Sandman. Oh, water? Smoke? What's happening? No clue. Hmm. He's not. When, where, what, what is the time frame of this movie? Like, post Endgame? Endgame has happened? Yes. It takes place in 2023. So, oh, yeah. And I know this is nitpicky, <laughs> but. No, but. Nick Fury at the funeral. Like, Wait, what? Nick Fury, like, is like, oh, it's so nice to finally meet you. Y'all met at Tony Stark's funeral. <laughs> That's right. No, oh. it's, it's the multiverse. They can go in many different directions. They're in like Doctor Strange's time pocket. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's a good point because they're on a high school trip, right? Yeah. But five years passed since Spider-Man was... Oh, right. Take take shots at Back to the Future and then just act like nothing happened. You motherfuckers! (laughs) (laughs) The four entities seen in this film are the elementals, known as Hellfire, Hydron, that's water, Magnum, Earth, Zephyr, Wind... This was confirmed by Kevin Feige, the uh, Marvel head, and is also mentioned in one of the latest trailers. Mm. Are those what spy- are Therion's powers? <laughs> it's like Squirtle. 
I think that they are a part of the multiverse, and I think that Jake Gyllenhaal is going to come from the multiverse as well, and he's going to be the next Iron Man. What are Squirtle's powers? And he shoots water at ship. He just jizzes oh. everywhere. Uh, well, that depends. Are you talking about Squirtle, or are you talking about his evolved version, Battle Turtle? No. <laughs> One jizzes no. out the front, Mysterio, and the other jizzes out the back. Sorry, Amanda, repeat that. These people are ignorant and interrupted you. I'm just trying to figure out what Jake Gyllenhaal can do. Like, he what sh- is- shoots like green water or something. Oh. Yeah. Okay. No, the, the description of Mysterio as an actual supervillain is uh, upsetting. <laughs> sounds like mm-hmm. he's just like a... He sounds like he's an asshole. He's and a- then, uh, yeah, this movie makes him look like a multiverse uh, Superman. So I don't I don't know what's going on. We're he's accepting. Getting, and we're going to Europe. Yeah, why uh, the fuck not? Tired of destroying New York. It's time to go destroy Venice. <laughs> Don't we all remember uh, Iron Man 3 when he fought uh, the Mandarin and it's supposed to be like the greatest enemy and it ended up being nothing? Yeah. I, I actually never. That's one of the ones I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. That's well, Thor 1, Thor 2, Iron Man 3. Hey. And we, we spoiled John Wick 3. He's spoiling, spoiling Iron Man 3. That's. Oh, no. I, I heard about the, 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 the like sort of waste. Well, I heard both camps. One was like, they wasted Mandarin. The other camp is like, ah, they pulled one on us. Well, I've, I've also got <laughs> yeah. another issue with this movie because uh, if it is 2023, then uh, climate change will have uh, taken Venice out already. So right. Why aren't they all dead, burning and or drowning? <laughs> That's 2030, Nathan. They have seven more years. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think there's one thing that needs to be said, though, about uh, this whole thing. Hey, hey, Jay! Hey! (laughs) Jay! So there's never a time when you're not at least a little bit aroused by Gyllenhaal. I think I'm ready to put uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's penis in my mouth. (laughs) Ditto. (laughs) I like Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor. Maybe Jake Gyllenhaal will win an Oscar. Hey, hey, Jay! Put your dick in my mouth, Jake. I'm excited. All of that, except replace Jake Gyllenhaal with Tom Holland. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. So it only took how many Spider-Man movies for you to put it in the headliner? Hey, Jake. Hey, Jake. Yeah, had to wait for Jake, which means that this is putting Jake in the headliner, not Spider-Man. Well, Guys. I mean, fair. He knows this will probably be the only good movie that Gyllenhaal's in for you know, five, or, five or six years. Yeah. yeah. And it's also the 23rd film of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the final movie of Phase 3. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we're back down in, in the uh, the sort of gradient of, yeah. of, of the Marvel Universe. Because the- Endgame was Whew. more of an achievement than, than, a, than a movie, really. <laughs> That's true. Not bad. Just, uh, just, cr- just like, a, it's like a ball of yard. You're like, ah, you guys managed to put it together. Good no, job. It's so I'm okay. glad I have a story. You can say it, Daniel. It was bad. That wasn't bad. Well, it was just, uh, like I said, an achievement. I'm still not sure what Doctor Strange and all that, all that shit was. Um, Doctor Strange two on the way. Okay. Phase I'll, I'll, four. I'll just go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I can't say that I'm worried per se. I'm not super excited, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it an excited. I like Tom Holland. I like the Spider-Man universe. I want to see what they've uh, what they've done with it since I last checked in. Okay. Uh, Amanda, who is going to be in movies uh, when Samuel L. Jackson dies? Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. All right. Yeah, they'll just CGI him and everything. Yeah. They figured out how to make him look, you know, 42, so. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, <laughs> the Sam Jackson story, 42 forever. When they all die, it'll be Jeff Bridges, CGI, hologram, and Sam Jack, hologram, and True Grit 2. You know, where he makes him suck his dick for a blanket. <laughs> You're pulling me in with that synopsis. True Grit. Amanda, are you excited about this? You want to watch him, yeah. right? 
Yep, yep. Very excited. I liked uh, Homecoming a lot, a lot more than I thought I was going to. Loved it. Loved baby, this baby Spider-Man. And I think he's funny. I think his friends are funny. And I will enjoy it. Where's Tomei? She's there. There's another trailer that uh, suggests that uh, Happy, John Favreau, and her are maybe uh, connecting on a romantic level. And it's upsetting, Tom. Oh, I'm yeah. down with that. Yeah. is a good like like stepfather. <laughs> he's like, is that, is that a new? He's like, is that a new dress? She said, yeah, it is. How, how'd you know? And then uh, Tom Holland's like, what's happening here? What's going on? Why are you? Uh, <laughs> Everything he says is cute and funny and adorable. And we would and be remiss if we didn't talk about his passport in the trailer, right? Right, Chelsea. We would. Well, his passport in the trailer lists his birthday as the day after yours. <gasps> oh yeah. Wow. That's yeah. true. Oh, it says Spider-Man's yeah, Peter, for each other. Peter Parker's birthday. Uh, 20 years younger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have to work in the calculation with 2023 as well. Uh, mm. Intern, you want to get your fuddy-duddy worried on and get it over with? No, come on, Andrew. Well, what I'll I want to say is that the last fun, entertaining Marvel movie say it. was Spider-Man. Ragnarok. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Marvel can suck a dick. Can suck my mysterious green member. I am sorry, Chelsea. No, you're staying in my fucking house. You disgrace me <laughs> you know what? under my own roof. I will watch this in the theater, which is more than I can say about anything else coming out from Marvel. Thank you. Moving for forward, that, I guess you're sleeping. I'm worried. Outside. All, all I ever hear when he speaks is... Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's clear. Trailer number two <laughs> is uh, a little Scandinavian folk horror. What? What? Called Midsummer. Midsummer. Here we go. I told you that I want to go to that festival in Sweden. No, you said it would be cool to go. Yeah, and then I got the opportunity, and I decided Look, I to do it. I don't mind you going. I just wish you would have told me. That's all. Dude, she needs a therapist. You've been wanting out of this stupid relationship for like a year now. And don't forget about all of the beautiful Swedish women you'll meet in June. Okay, guys. That's not her again. Seriously? Babe, what's happening? Danny. I was so very sorry to hear about what happened. I'm sorry. I invited Danny to come to Sweden. You know what she's been going through? Christian says you've got this special week planned. It's sort of a crazy festival. Special ceremonies and dressing up. That sounds fun. Unbelievable. Welcome and happy midsummer. Skull! What time is it? 9 p.m. That can't be right. The sky is blue. This is what 9 p.m. is like here. How long have you two been together? Just over three and a half years. Four years. Really? Yeah. What do you think? It's like another world. 
Tomorrow's a big day. Is it scary? What is it? It has special properties. What am I going through? We just need to acclimate. I don't want to acclimate. I want to go. Absolutely not. What's happening? I don't know why you invited us. That's why you look so guilty right now, because you know. We only do this every 90 years. I was most excited for you to come. Nathan, worried or excited? Described as the Wizard of Oz for perverts. What? I am yeah. excited about Wicker Man 3. Well, Wicker Man 2, the other one's a remake. Wicker Man colon, uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Chapter 2, dash. <laughs> Wicker Man 2. Wicker Man uh, colon. Okay, all right, sorry. Wicker Man. Uh, drink your LSD water. Wicker Man colon. Chapter two, uh, dash calling festival. No. Uh, Hello, welcome. <laughs> Hello. Um, sewn. Uh, per, oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Wicker man colon chapter two dash indention bullet point perverts. What is going on with that woman's face? Why is her lips all puffy? Why is it sewn? Bees. Out, dude. What is going on? What what is she? I don't know. There's some images in that trailer that really get me jacked. Like they, when yeah, there's some disturbing shit in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even when they're um just kind of standing around watching some sort of celebration take place, and then her reaction is to like throw her hands up to her face in horror, like oh my god. And I think that's probably the moment in the movie where they go too far. You know, it's like a normal festival and things are happening and people are eating and it's cool. But it's a little bit weird. A little bit weird. It's getting weirder. Oh my god, what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh my god, what the fuck are they doing? Like, there's gonna be a moment where that happens. Yeah, they like disembowel some little girl off a cliff. And when that happens, I am going to be excited. It's also the director of uh, Hereditary. He says uh, it's going to be his last horror movie. He's not really a horror person. Just happened to me. He's good at that moment. He's not really good at like a tightly wrapped package, but he's good at that moment of like, oh, fuck. Well, I'm I'm down. I I don't know. The A24 thing, I don't think it should scare us, guys. I, I don't think we should be afraid of A24. I think we want more. Because the more they, they try, the better they're going to get. And it's Scandinavians, and it looks very Wicker Man-ish. And I'm, I have no reason to say worried. It looks great. The trailer's awesome. This is, uh, this is a, a roundtable excited. Intern? I have never been as excited during this specific 115th podcast as I am right now. <clears throat> um, the joy, knowing that there will be dancing in a horror film is just uh, making me giddy. That is how you bring him in. And uh, I just hope there's a little nudity and some fucked up shit. Preferably at the same time. I would love to hear a calm somewhere in here. Mm. But might, I am very, very excited. You might you might get a calming clip um, near the end of our roundtable discussion. I do want to bring up that this is kind of a spiritual mystery, very in line with 115. Amanda? Um, I'm excited, I guess. Uh, it does look like Wicker Man, basically. Um, so the question is, can they, I don't know, for me, do that in a not better way? Because it's not like Wicker Man is good. Uh, what? what? Wicker Man Whoa. Is great. Agreed. Whoa. 
so can they do Wicker Man in a way that entertains me? Okay. Is there a song in there about the bartender's daughter? Yeah, I get it. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's a maybe. Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's a. It's a maybe. But I'll. I'll give it an excited. Does Nicolas Cage punch a large woman in the face? <laughs> right. How many women get punched in the face <laughs> by grown men? Yeah. <laughs> that I... are just. That are just enraged, not abusive men. Just out of control. <laughs> yeah. Can so, I uh... double down on that? Because I feel like I've been wanting to see women punched in the face for a long time it is it is very strangely satisfying but equal rights, I just want, you know you don't happen could to be some women hitting the face in this you don't happen to have that clip do you <laughs> i don't no, that, but that chick that you're talking about Nathan, she does have a big fat lip maybe that's why she has it oh good point yeah i just want to say that i've been excited about cult movies before and i don't think i've ever been satisfied by one Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I feel your pain. Yeah. So, Superman is a rarity. Yeah. Uh, Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene. Excellent. Like was, Interesting, okay. but not satisfying. Excellent. Satisfying. I want them yeah. to get into all the quirky, mm. disturbing intricacies of that. And I don't think. I'd say Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene was like on par with John Wick 3. I at think. Least. <laughs> yes, uh, that's at such least. a ridiculous statement. We'll move on. Mm. Um, yeah, M cubed isn't something to celebrate. Yeah, M M quad is a uh, <laughs> like lower shelf uh, indie, slightly above average. Right. Um, uh, that doesn't uh, come to any sort of satisfying conclusion. Midsummer is. Uh, <laughs> I have to go see it. Right. These are like kind of my people a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's they're Swedes, you know. So of course they're into stupid fucked up shit because uh, they're not as as classy as Norwegians are, but. I'm always a fan of daytime horror because if you're going to attempt daytime horror, you have to have something truly horrific to bring to the table. Otherwise, ugh, it's in the light. It's not quite as satisfying. So I hope that they can really pull it off there. I like that weird portal uh, building thing that they come to at the sort of the midway part of the trailer when they first get to the little the little festival thing, that like crazy triangular looking thing with a hole in the middle. That's really cool. I wonder what that is and how that comes into play. Uh, and I like the little snippets they give you. I like the little tiny like snapshot of the woman's feet floating off the ground, uh, the snapshot of the woman with the big lip. And then there's also uh, uh, a scene that I caught, you know, besides the one where they're like gutting that buffalo or whatever it is, uh, there's a scene where one of the Swedish girls is grabbing the main actress's face and they're both just like doing this breathing exercise at each other. And it kind of looks reminiscent of a, uh, of one of those truth-telling sessions like in Scientology. And so I bet that there's like this very strange like semi-Satanic ascension ceremony and they're going to bring forth some sort of demon maybe because it's like every 90 years. That sounds like a demonic uh, ritual sort of thing. And uh, that's also all the rage lately is portals, demons, dimensions. Uh, I have a feeling this might be in that realm. Huh. Now, which bring up Rosemary's the non-satisfying baby. cult movie thing What's everybody's feelings on Hereditary? I didn't uh, watch it. I haven't seen it yet. I guess I haven't seen it? No. Uh, Canada has not seen it. Oh, weird. I, I, <laughs> I see that. And, uh, huh, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, then again, I'll mention it. I'm glad I didn't spoil anything. Jesus Christ. Um, yes. This uh, guy that does Hereditary is really good at giving you a moment where you go pale. Um, and you don't like Tony Collette either, do you? No, I do not. No. Yeah. But she she does a pretty good job in that movie, and it, it just that movie just has some fucked up situations in it. They're like very I found sort of you you got to kind of know 
psychological horror to be able to pinpoint some of the stuff in that movie. Now, does it come out as amazing as I'm making it sound? Eh, but so I hope that this is at least as good as that. And I'll give it. I'll give it excited. I, I want to see what's going down. All right. Well, final talking point here. Then on IMDb's trivia, uh, it said that according to Ari Aster, the director. Uh, this movie was meant to be his first horror movie since Hereditary was intended to just be a family drama. <laughs> it it could have been. Okay. It, it, if they, yeah, I won't say too much, but yes, I, if I had edited it that movie differently, it totally would have been a, a, a drama. Okay, that's interesting. All right, what do you what do you got what do you got in the fulcrum for one fifteen? What could possibly be in the fulcrum for one fifteen? Something about babies. Something that's. Comfortable being alone and together. Mingles. Child's play. Child's play. Here we go. I know this move has been really tough, but this is supposed to be a new start for us, remember? You said you were going to try to make new friends. Buddy can connect to and control all of your Caslin products and smart home devices. Introducing your new best friend. Daniel, you worried or excited about the new Child's Play? Uh, I'm worried. Also, just because I'm a little bit confused, from my understanding, the original Child's Play franchise is still ongoing, so I can't tell if the writer and director who said he was going to be doing this until he died uh, was bought out, or they just went ahead and just took the found some sort of loophole and took the uh, rights away from him and just rebooted it on their own. It's the latter. I haven't seen his blessing on it whatsoever. So I think he was already planning to make a ninth. Um, <clears throat> Are you referring to Tom Holland? Mm-hmm. Is that the writer director's name? That's the yeah. director of the original Child's Play. He's yeah, I, I also don't know. named Tom Holland. Maybe the writer creator. I, I can't remember. He's, he's this uh, sort of suave looking gay guy, actually. The guy that kind of is all the Chucky universe. I can't remember if he directed the first one or he took over later. Either way. So this is kind of like a scoot over the studios coming in to do this right sort of thing, which is irritating because I love Aubrey Plaza, 
and I wouldn't mind seeing her as like a mother character in a horror film, but not this one, really. And where's where's the origin? What's what's going on with this Chucky? Is he just a random a doll that can uh, kill people, or is he a actual human criminal that's into voodoo and puts his body puts his soul into a child's toy in order to get away from the police um, and survive a bullet shot? So I don't really know where Chucky's coming from. The doll's actually okay. I wasn't sure. I was pretty sure I was going to be super offended by the doll, but I kind of like the way he walks, pigeon toed. Um, the boy is too old. That's that's too old to have a to have a doll. Uh, and I don't know what weird universe it makes sense to have a doll that is your like go to Internet of Things nexus. Ah, <laughs> uh, honey, it's so hot in here. Get the doll. Turn the AC down. Uh so I'm not really sure, but it, but then at the same time, it does sort of capture some of that 80s, early 90s horror trope kill scenes where it's where it's just over the top stupid shit. Like, all right, he falls off the ladder, he gets all wrapped up in the Christmas lights. The Christmas lights then get stuck in a shredding machine to slowly pull him in. Like that kind of shit I'm into. That's like how they would do elaborate, stupid, over the top death scenes uh, back in the original horror films. But then in this trailer, in that scene, Chucky jumps on his chest and stabs him while he's getting pulled into the shredder. So I, I'm like, did you you just you just like it's like cutting off your own boner before you come? Um, Whoa. So yeah, I don't. This thing looks kind of messy. Uh, yeah, I, I'm 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 worried. Well, I was feeling warm to it. <laughs> But uh, I actually haven't seen the original Child's Play or any of the Chucky what? movies, so I, I have don't a really, really traumatic have... experience. When yeah. I was a child, my dad rented me this movie. No, The Bride of Chucky, I think, and I didn't sleep for a week. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's the, and that and that's when the franchise goes like uh, <laughs> The Bride of Chucky is like the Fast Five. It like <laughs> it, 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 like it, it changes, you know, like one, two, and three are all like traditional. Mm-hmm. Uh, that era, early '90s, late '80s horror films, and then four, five, and six are, or four and five at least, are like super goofball. Well, although I love *Bride of Chucky* because Jennifer Tilly is an awesome <laughs> accompaniment to Brad Dourif. It actually, the doll actually does offend me a little bit. I don't know why they had to CGI it. Really, yeah, that's always bad. Yeah. The eyes are too big. It's almost like a weird anime slash. I, I don't know. But it's not scary and it's upsetting. However, the kills are pulling me in. Right. It does look sort of Final Fantasy, crazy, Final fun. Destination? Oh, yeah. Final Destination. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> oh, no, no. Final Fantasy spirits with it. <laughs> and I'm into that part as well, but you kind of talked me out of an excited, which is probably a good thing, because... <laughs> Sorry, guys. I've been... I've been saying I'm excited about a lot of garbage lately, and I'm tired of it. So I want it to impress me. I'm going to say I'm worried, and uh, if it ends up being good, then great, but zero expectations. I'm going to say I'm worried as well, but I'm going to also throw something down on the table. Hmm. I'm going to say we're all, like, I'm worried about this, but what if we were to franchise watch the entire thing? I want to do that. And finish with this. Oh, we could do that, yeah. I'm just tabling it. I'm not asking for any commitments. I'm just throwing the idea on the table. <laughs> I am down. I mean, I love Brad Dourif, so I'm really, I'm really, I'm willing to go go the distance with him. I'm very because there are what seven? There's seven original Child's Play movies. I think there are. Yeah, Curse of Chucky, and then 
right. We don't even even have to podcast it. We could just do it. Well, I'm very curious because I watched Bride of Chucky at a very young age, and I've never seen any other of them. Is there a special box set that all the DVDs come inside of Chucky's head? Oh. (sighs) (laughs) Yes. I I want it. (laughs) All right. Also, Don Mancini, I think, is the name you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, Amanda or intern, why don't you guys fight over it? Fight over the comments. I love Chucky, but I don't want to see this. Oh, that was very dismissive. I have been really blown away by Audrey Plaza. I mean, I really liked her in Anger Goes West, and I really liked that Horror Nuns movie. Um, I don't know what it's called. Horror Nuns movie? Little Hours. The Little Hours, yeah. Yeah, Horror Nuns. That's the subtitle, right? Yeah, it's like an anagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I only expect great things no matter what, so clearly I'm excited. Um, What? Dollface is really throwing me though, and it's awful. I'm not really looking forward to anything else other than her actually being in a movie. So, are you I'm mocking excited me? Excited for? Are you mocking? Are you mocking us? Saying that you're excited about Child's Play, but you're worried about Spider-Man: Far From Home starring Jake Gyllenhaal. I am also really excited to watch all the original ones, as I have only seen the first one. Let's watch them all tonight. Okay. I'll keep drinking and okay. pass out. Halfway through the first one. I'll watch all seven. (coughs) Okay. Well, trailer number four tonight uh, stars Jesse Eisenberg. It's called The Art of Self-Defense. The art of self-defense. Here we go. Karate is a way of communicating. Ask me a question. What are your plans for the weekend? I'm going to do some grocery shopping and rent a film to watch in the comfort of my home. Home. Did that answer your question? I want you to tell me why you're here. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of other men. I want to be what intimidates me. You came to the right place. I'm taking my first class today. Your new white belt? Is that the first belt color? White is before color. You haven't earned color yet. Today's lesson. To kick with your fists and punch with your feet. That makes perfect sense. Good. There's a mental component as well. Everything should be as masculine as possible. You may want to start on those reports. That pile is getting awfully high. I won't be petting you anymore. This is for your own good. What's your favorite style of music? Adult contemporary. No. It should be metal. You're a blade and I'm sharpening you. I see a little of myself in you. You sensei. Why are you filming this? This isn't a safe place, Casey. I know you're confused about what's happening. You have to trust me. 
You should have never started taking karate. You can't be weak anymore. I'm interested in buying a gun. I need something that can fit into my hand. Sounds like you're after a handgun. I challenge you to a fight to the death in unarmed combat. This is your belt. It is yours. It is sacred. There'll be a $15 charge to replace a lost belt. Amanda, where are you excited? Where's my bell? Um, trying to get it for you. Uh, I'm having a moment here. Press escape. You're too drunk, Nathan, honestly. I'm so drunk. I'm not drunk at all. <laughs> I ask, am. ask them. The media program wouldn't like minimize. It wasn't my I fault. I hear you through all that slurring. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. <laughs> play it again. There we go. Now I can start. Um, okay. Uh, first thoughts. Opening couple few lines, I was like, oh, this is the intern's autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Why is his neck so fat? Has his neck always been so fat? Eisenberg? Yeah. That's what happens when you do Kung Fu. That neck. Um, I think I might like this, but there's something about it that says to me, oh, it's going to be slow. It's going to be much slower than it needs to be to, to, keep, to be funny and to be, like, surprising. So I'm hesitant, but I don't know. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt, though. Excited. Can right, someone me, explain? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, 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 wait. Can someone explain to me what a black comedy is? Better Call Saul. Very bad things. It's a, uh, a comedy that uh, is heavily um, either has to do with the subject matter or the visualization of uh, lots of death and violence and other dark matter. Okay, because there was no black people in this. No, no, you've mistaken. <laughs> no, very, very mistaken. You're uh, expecting uh, Blackula to be on no. here? Is that what you're expecting? No, I don't. I never think about Blackula. I, it's not. A, it's not a word that comes into my vocabulary. <laughs> Daniel, you wanted to talk. I interrupted you. I apologize. Please go ahead. No, you want to go into black exploitation films. That's fine. Otherwise known as uh, N word funnies. But <clears throat> there's a. Uh, yeah, I actually what does that mean? mean? <laughs> N word funnies. Is that like. That's your dark comedy, right? Oh, okay. All right. Up. Yeah. Sure. Okay. We just watched a dark comedy. We watched Bernie, and Daniel really liked it. Oh, yeah. Bernie was fantastic. Yeah. Was I thought Jack Black uh, should have gotten some for it. Um, was it as good as John Wick? No. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Also, you're comparing like apples and silly nonsense and zucchinis. <laughs> yeah, is it as good as this marker? Like that—that's what it sounds like. Um, yeah, yeah, there is. This does look good. I actually chuckled a couple times during this. The 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 main guy is pretty funny. This is like a really um, macabre version of like fit fist fit. Was it fist foot way or foot fist way? I don't know that uh McBride movie that early early McBride movie. Um, there's definitely something to like here. But I feel like it's either going to be slow, like Amanda said, or this trailer is too full of itself or too trying to have too much fun and, 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 and kind of doing a little bit of damage to the, to the film itself. Um, Eisenberg is, seems so much less annoying here, even though he's playing the same role he always plays, which is someone yeah. that's pathetic. Uh, I, I enjoy watching him cry and, ex- and experience <laughs> negative emotions. 
Yes, and I, I hope that they do. It seemed like that's how it was in the trailer, and I hope they play it up in the film if that's the case. But there is something about like normal, normal everyday people that are relatively confident in themselves, even people that are kind of hard on themselves or or or, or anxious in general. You don't experience these like constant day to day bullies all the time because they're not drawn to you. You're not putting out any sort of crazy pathetic energy. But really, really nerdy, uh, wussy men emanate something and they do draw these people to them so watching those bullies just like constantly go after him in the trailer i was like good i hope he is that pathetic and i hope they harp on that and i hope that he has like a like a nice uh you know rising of a story um i let's hope they held something back i need i need some violence in here i need some like i need i need a couple of scenes where it goes real fight club and you're like oh shit like there's it gets bloody you see eisenberg murder somebody maybe like snap a neck well yeah and i'm kind of hoping that like his instructor his sensei like that we get almost like a whiplash sort of a situation. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. like again, again, like really like <laughs> fuck with him in that like teacher or mentor mentee kind of role. Uh, but in a funny way, right. His knuckles are all <laughs> bruised. And he, like, the, you, you look down at what he's punching and it's just a completely caved in skull. <laughs> but yeah, it's I'm actually uh, the, uh, the writer director of faults. Do you remember that movie? No. Mm, I, yeah. That sounds familiar. It's about the guy that uh, was teaching mind control techniques and then uh, was hired by a family uh, to save their daughter who joined a <gasps> cult. Yeah. They got yeah, locked, yeah. locked in a, uh, I think you burdened it to me. Oh, it, she was locked yeah. in a room. It was locked in a hotel room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, I like really that movie because he's like eating ketchup off a fork or something in that restaurant scene. I can't remember. There was something hilarious about it, that. It had a dark bend to it. Yeah. And it wasn't bad. I think it kind of like in indie movie kind of hit her down at the end maybe but yeah that was a pretty good film so yeah okay that, uh, i was gonna give it an excited anyways but i think that kind of secures the deal for me i'm pretty stoked about anything that's not a remake or a marvel movie of some yeah. kind Preach there's it. there's not that much that's true we were that putting together this own? what'd you say that disney doesn't own yeah well, we were trying to put together this lineup and it's it's impossible disney owns a24 well yeah that's they true Fox. i just want more Low, I, it doesn't all have to blow my mind and overwhelm me with action, emotion, and comedy. It's tough to, to blow your mind. Only specific movie franchises can do that. Oh, right. The John Wick. I don't know what this underlying tension is, but I need it to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut it's it out. The only joy I get. All right. I'm right. worried Jesse Eisenberg was in some sort of strange environmental... Night moves. Was that what the movie was? Terrible movie. Just unwatchable garbage. So... Oh, it's like some preachy thing? Yeah, it was... The and boring as fuck. blew up a dam. Oh, yeah, so it's like his character on Modern Family. <laughs> Babe, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, he's only in like two episodes. Yeah. He say. comes over and he's like, oh, I see that you still have grass on your lawn. <laughs> My lawn's all uh, all rocks, and I actually give water back to the city. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, everybody excited about this, right? I believe so. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. Intern, um, did you say anything to this? Did, did you, you talk? did you start this off? Did you I talk? didn't talk at all. That sounds if, about right. If there were ever comedies, they should all be dark. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's my turn. Back up! Just your own sandwich. Beautiful lean meat with lettuce and two slices of bread. You want to protect that, ladies and gentlemen. Think fast. Sorry. 
Uh, I had to play that because this movie reminds me of that old Canadian t- commercial about uh, the sandwich. Back off, get your own sandwich. <laughs> I didn't know what we were listening to. Yeah. Back off, get your own sandwich. You're too nice, Kate. Okay. Um, this looks fun, but it also is reminiscent of Wes Anderson movies for some reason. It is not at all. Uh, I'm Those getting, are all great, Nathan. I'm getting a life aquatic with Steve Zissou feel here. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I guess if you were going to choose one of them, that yeah, it'd probably be that one. I guess. Yeah. Because the rest are like neatly or nately folded little boxes. I just remember getting jacked about American Ultra and Ugh. and getting kicked in the nuts at how bad it was. Oh, like it was. I liked it. It was just okay. Like it was. It didn't live up to expectations. That's the problem. Is nothing lives up to expectations anymore. Unless it's cookie cutter and oh. blasting at your face. Nathan, there you, you need to stop with the expectations. What? Just oh, don't you mean I have them anymore. The denominator here is you. I, yeah. Oh, okay. Your expectations are wildly all over the map or something. I need to lower my expectations. You need to relax. To Just relax. To grab a horse and use it to murder people. <laughs> You're right, though. This is totally like another, like, let's give uh, the Ultra Man or whatever you said, Ultra Warrior, was it? American Ultra. American Ultra, another, another shot. That's what it hit. You're right. It does have that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I enjoy uh, sad sacks and uh, disappointing failures, and that's uh, what Jesse Eisenberg is emanating. There's a lot of melancholia here. I'm good. I'm good to go. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. Round it out. Five hole. Uh, we're going to go back to Disney. Um, this is Dark Phoenix. Would you have like jumped out of your chair, Chelsea, if he had put Spider-Man also in the five hole? <laughs> We're just gonna watch it again. See if anything changed. <laughs> All right, Dark Phoenix, Queen of the North. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen of NASA, this is Charles Xavier. Help is on the way. We're doing space missions now. Cool. We get the astronauts, we bring them home. Go. Heat signature's rising fast. We gotta get out of here. Where's Jean? Where is she? She should be dead. Did you hear what the kids are calling you? Phoenix. Hello, Jean. Who are you? The better question is, who are you? Something's happening to me. When I lose control, bad things happen. But it feels good. That power destroyed everything it ever came into contact with. Until you. The X-Men fear you. And what they fear, we seek to destroy. She'll kill us all. girl dies. She's still our friend. She's not Jean anymore. Are 
threatening me. That's right. That would be a bad idea. Intern. Worried or excited? Well, the extremely positive news is that this is the second last movie to not be touched by Disney that's coming out that's a superhero movie. So... What does that mean? I I thought Disney had Marvel and Fox now. They made this and completed filming before Disney bought Fox. I feel like they did some reshoots, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty positive they did some reshoots or at least some editing. Are you talking me out of this? (laughs) Out of your excited? Is that what's happening right now? Are you going to uh, be excited? I really enjoy that guy, Nightcrawler. Uh, Evan Peters. Um, Boom! No, the uh, Nightcrawler <laughs> character <No>. himself. <laughs> Evan Evan Peters is Quicksilver. Just yeah, I, that's what he's talking about. No, he's, talking, he's talking about Nightcrawler, who's Cody Smith McPhee. Okay, but is Evan Peters oh! in this fucking movie? Yeah, he is. Evan Peters is probably the best thing that's happened to this little franchise also so yes Thank you. i enjoy that as well and nightcrawler so that's enough that's enough for me to say i'm way more excited than anything else that's coming out wow uh, that's not true that's all lies oh i'm still worried what i can't help it i've I'm still worried fuck nightcrawler i've uh, been overwhelmed with superheroes and they just need to be like kick-ass or sin city or Non non Marvel DC superheroes that they need to be that. I just want to watch Wheel of Time. <laughs> Fuck movies. I've Fuck <laughs> all movies. Yeah, I've been turned. I'm now on like the side of the people that want to kill all the X Men. Yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but uh, Jennifer Lawrence isn't really in this trailer. She's getting blown back mm, at the beginning by Sansa. Yeah, I basically what's going to happen here is. Uh, Jean's going to go to space and become Dark Phoenix. And the first thing she's going to do, like the first time she spazzes out and shows everybody that there's something wrong, she's going to kill Mystique. J-Law. And J-Law's going to be out of this movie in the first 20 minutes. And that's what's going to make everybody go like, oh my God. And that's going to yeah, suck she, everybody. She out anyways. And, and her Mystique her makeup looked uh, subpar <laughs> compared yeah, to the films. Mm. So is it going to melt off? Is she going to be this, naked? Relax. Andrew, this is way too fucking ambitious for Marvel, let alone Sony alone. This is arguably the greatest comic book storyline, story arc that exists. So there's no fucking way that they can do it justice, especially if they're trying to go toe-to-toe with the storyline. And although I think Sansa's the baddest bitch, I... um, This side of Westeros... This side of the wall, I just can't see how it's. I just can't see how it's going to be good. Hmm. So I'm, I'm worried. Yeah, it's a dark storyline with a PG thirteen rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, two delays, reshoots. I think uh, Fox is the one that wanted the resh- the reshoots before. But either way, it's been delayed three months and it was delayed another four months. I'll just be happy if it uh, if it's average at this point because it's had so many tribulations. There it is, Nathan. Your what if Gyllenhaal was Magneto? If Gyllenhaal was Magneto, then I would be excited, and this would be the best X-Men movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to come out. 
Honestly, it could be the best X-Men movie to come out anyway because mm-hmm. they haven't been that good. I know that you guys like them and stuff, but uh, because you guys like them, I now have to shit on them. So, Yeah, that game's always fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's super fun being friends with you. <laughs> and yeah, I can't really... I don't defend the X-Men movies that hard, but yes, I do. Weird, yeah, I weirdly do like them. I yeah. do like them. And I, I, yeah, I, but I get, I get that they're not good at the same time. You know, like I understand that they are flawed, yeah. but that's fine with me because I just have such a like soft spot in my heart for the X-Men period that I pretty much tolerate whatever they give me just so that I keep getting more. Um, that said, this one looks to me horrible. Um, but I will, I will go see it. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I don't, I, I didn't read the comic books, but I, I, I know a little bit about the, this, the story and, and this, this character arc and yeah, there, there's no way that they can <laughs> capture the complexity. Um, it is going to be bad. It, this, this should be the end game movie of a 20 film X-Men universe. That they they broke and then they had to like sort of loosely string back together and try to fix it and it just always looked like a macrame piece of shit. Which is awesome because I love X three, the last stand, <laughs> and I think it's hilarious it that, the, that, that, that the director was like, "What? Yeah, you guys, you guys want to do these forever?" And they're like, "Yes." <laughs> uh, but yeah, I am definitely a Maca boy. So I know. Um, I yeah I. I, I want I want to go see this. I'm probably the only one that's, that's excited about it. That said, I recognize and agree with everyone's points that they've made. <laughs> it is too ambitious. Uh, can Sansa handle being a super, super dark bitch? Why isn't this rated R? Um, but I think I saw like a scene from a different trailer where she's going like full bore power and she's like basically uprooting mountains. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm down. I'm, I'm down for some of that. And I've always been. I just wish that I could like pastiche all the films together and take all the characters and actors that played all the same roles and pick my favorites. Because uh, you're right, X3 was on earlier, and I caught uh, uh, Kelsey Grammer, who is beast. the best beast. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Bar none. There's no argument. So yeah, this is, this is a bizarre one. I'm I'm excited, but yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna defend it. I can't get into the ring with it. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna see in the theater though. Yeah. I can't wait for Disney to reboot the X-Men. I'm worried. Oh, wow. Well, they make it more cohesive, probably. They probably would. That's fine with me. Re- restart it. Start the whole thing over. I'm fine with that. I have no attachment to this timeline. And actually, put Spider-Man in it. Yes. I'm yes. just I'm just attacking for the sake of attacking. I actually don't know. I'm very confused by my X-Men experience. It's like it's, it's confusing. It's like Marvel and Disney like hijacked the superhero world, and it was a world that Fox started. Yeah. Pretty much like the whole cinematic universe aspect of it anyway. Yeah, because when X-Men came out, it was a fucking big deal. And yeah. X2 was a huge deal. It was a big thing. And those then, are like the two best comic book movies that had come out. Yeah. And what then, about Fantastic Four? Girl. <laughs> Chelsea. You're right. You're right. Although although the, the, the director of this Dark Phoenix is the writer of the 2015 Fantastic Four. No way. Yeah, he is, yeah. Oh, because it has to do with space. Yeah, he's also so, like, the hey, he did, uh, mediocre. <laughs> he's he's the writer of a lot of stuff. He's uh, I don't think we can learn anything from his uh, his credits because he's written too much stuff. He wrote X Men Apocalypse. He wrote X Men Days of Future Past. Uh, he wrote Sherlock Holmes. And he wrote Jumper. And he wrote Mister and Mrs Smith. And he wrote X Men: The Last Stand. I have uh, an idea. Don't know what's going on. He's, oh, so his his history or or writerography is. Uh, 
a lot like the whole franchise. X-Men heavy. Ones, bad ones, great ones, not so good ones, shitty ones, ones that are in the future, <laughs> ones that take place when they're all young and kids, and one that takes place when they're all old. And this is his first big feature film that he's directing. He's been writing and producing a lot of shit for a long time, but this is his first movie. So this is like his Molly's game. Who's who's the Tilda Swinton knockoff? Uh, the Jen- white-haired chick that's like, I can see it destroyed everything but you. Jessica Chastain? Yeah, what character is she playing? They have they're, they're not putting it in the, in the cast list. There's a bunch of uh, speculation about what character she's playing. She's but, probably playing uh, Dark Phoenix Future. Um, there's a specific name that they speculated on that she disputed. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. Talk amongst yourself. Talk amongst yourself. If you just stop uh, talking, truncate silence will take care of La- all this. Lalandra. Lalandra mm-hmm. is the name. That means nothing to any of us. No. <laughs> can't say that it does i do wish that it was r or that they put this in with the uh the other i I guess they can't because this is like the young x-men universe but i liked i saw logan recently and like that movie had had some problems some sort of pacing problems maybe a little bit long but like i don't know i I was fascinated by it the little girl was so fucking violent and it was cool seeing old wolverine who i can't heal as fast or just learning about what happens to mutants as they age in general like professor x not being able to control his like super telepathy and like every time he has a a stroke or a seizure like everyone within a certain radius of him like has their dna shook like uh, i thought that was like awesome territory to explore and i applaud x-men for you know managing to give themselves variety in terms of tone and uh, the genres that they choose to emulate when they make the films instead of just having a same sort of cookie cutter but 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 joke but 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 fight joke but joke fight 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 joke joke and boss yeah, Logan got a lot of critical acclaim, but I found it to be um, like like I just wasn't in the right frame of mind when we watched it, and it I felt, will never watch a Gyllenhaal movie ever again. It felt too long. It felt too long. It felt dumb. It felt boring. it was too long. The violence though was <laughs> was great. Why did you just say that? Why did you just say that you would never watch another Gyllenhaal movie? Oh, I thought we were playing a game where we like attack everything that the other person loves. <laughs> no, I should give Logan another chance. Actually, I, I should try to appreciate it. You can say all that, and Logan is still the best made X Men movie. Yeah, it's just a little slow. It's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit slow. Yeah. yeah, but it has like true dramatic scenes in it, like Wolverine holding Patrick Stewart while he's like, oh, like, I, I remember those scenes. Yeah, no, there is a lot of a lot of interesting. Um, Stuff. <laughs> it's, I guess it's the subject matter. I loved the X Men universe when I was young. It was my favorite superhero universe, and I just I liked it when they went kind of off the rails and like gave you insight to their normal lives or what's like to be a human or a mutant in these scenarios. Like I get when they fight, it's like awesome, clang clang. But what about this situation or that scenario or one of them dies or one of them, you know? It's uh, well, that was I the mean, main primary focus of the franchise when it launched was uh, how mutants were discriminated against and were thought of as. Uh, different and strange they're gonna replace us yes yes exactly yeah they really played with that and i like that it had a social commentary instead of just you know bang and she she was a she was like the pinnacle debut sort of uh um, set piece of the 90s cartoon that we all love so much where's jubilee where's jubilee (laughs) wasn't she like the centerpiece of the x-men that have no purpose it could, no, it could be but she kicks off the cartoon in the 90s and she's got like her little yellow jacket and she shoots like sparkles out of her fingers or some shit i don't know mm. i always thought they'd throw her in here somewhere but they never have yeah i remember the linguist guy he can he can learn any language and he just got taken over by uh, google translate oh, <laughs> yeah i thought gambit was gonna be a big big thing 
Uh, that, yeah. No, 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 no. Well, Channing Tatum secured the rights for that, and he won't, like, his production company secured the rights, and he won't, uh, they won't put it out unless he's Gambit, so. Can he do a Bayou accent? <laughs> I don't know. Gambit did show up in one of these movies. Yeah, he and, did. Uh, the Taylor origin. Wolverine. Taylor Kitsch was Gambit, and he looked like he was doing a good job. Taylor Kitsch has gotten fucked at every corner. these cards. John Carter of Mars, great movie. Shad on. It was Shad on. I like John uh, Carter. Yeah. Taylor Kitsch is awesome, and he uh, he got the short end of the fucking stick. Yeah, Tarantino will resurrect him. We'll see. We'll see what happens, folks, in the future. Uh, if, if no one else... Uh, has everybody said what they are about this movie? I think everyone's worried about me, right? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> and that brings us to a close for 115. I thank you for joining us, whether you were spending time alone tonight or whether you were mingling with friends, whether you were solving... Uh, 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 scientific puzzles or whether you were uh, trying to understand spiritual mysteries uh, we thank you for joining us uh, tonight uh, remember to go to uh, to go to the website uh, w blah 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 who cares and uh, see you next time <laughs> you really shortened it up a little bit too much trailerparkpodcast.com and Nathan since this episode 115 everyone out there whether you loved this episode or hated it you loved it Since this show was the only thing I had going for me in my life, I have decided to kill myself. Mm.